YZFTX podcast. This is your host, Ezra Siddiqui. As a reminder, YZFTX is my platform to educate the South Asian and Muslim communities about Texas and national politics. You can find us on all forms of social media, such as Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Our handle is at YZFTX. Or you can check out our website, www.yzeptx.com. You can also subscribe to our podcast, which are on Google Play and iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. And again, our hash, our handle is at YZEPTX. And you can also listen to our segments on Radio Azad around 9 a.m. on Coffee Mornings with Aisha. Remember, everyone, let's get educated, let's get wiser, and let's start giving a hoot. All right, folks, we have another political interview today. And last week, you heard from Sri Preston Kulkarni, who was running for Congress in Sugarland, Perlin, and Katy. Now, we have another Houston candidate that's also South Asian, and he, given how gerrymandered the district is, has parts of Southeast Houston and parts of Southwest Houston. And his name is Tahir Javed, and he will be um, talking to us about why he decided to run. Apparently, he has been really involved in the Democratic campaigns um, for several presidential candidates and senatorial candidates. And so he has decided that he himself wants to run for Congress to bring about better change in his district that he intends to represent. So I hope you all are ready to hear from Tahir Javed about why he intends to run and why he thinks he is the best candidate um, for his district. All right. I just want to remind everyone that early voting begins February 20th up until March 2nd. This is the voting for the Texas primaries. All right. So you get to vote in either the Democratic or Republican primary. And essentially, you get to decide which candidates will be representing on the ticket when it comes down to the November election, because, you know, it's between Republican and Democrats. Democrats, most likely, unless there is some third party that wants to enter in as an independent. So it is very important to get ready to vote, to start wising up on the candidates. Some of these votes are going to be very important and pivotal because some of these primaries are going to be very, very, very close, including Sri Preston Gulkani's, whom we spoke with last week, and Tahir Javed's. He's got a competitive primary against a current Texas senator. Her name is Sylvia Garcia. And if you're in his district, I highly recommend for you to wise up on all the candidates if you intend to vote in the Democratic primary to understand um, which candidates will be the best for you. All right. Remember that the primary election date is March 6th. So I hope you all are wising up to either vote in the early voting part of the primary or on election day, which is March 6th. Last but not least, Civics and Chai is coming up. It is co-hosted by Wise Up Texas and Radio Azad. It is going to be on March 3rd from 1.30 to 4 p.m., at Schimmel Finnick Library in Plano, Texas. I will be there talking about state politics. We have Dr. Shahid Shafi, who is a city councilman from the city of Southlake, will also be t- discussing local politics. We will have Free Jai from Chameli. So please come on over and learn about how your local politics works and state politics works and um, what you can do to ensure that you have the best representation possible. Last but not least, I want to emphasize why this event is so important. In a current news event, we had a Plano City Councilman actually share a post um, from a Trump um, site or a Trump uh, Facebook page that's very pro-Trump that said it would be great if, you know, President Trump banned Islam in all schools. 
Um, and if you agree, yay. And so he shared that. And it was very, very disconcerting because Plano has a very large Muslim and South Asian population. In fact, in Plano, you have two mosques, you have one Shia mosque, and you have a Jamaat Khanna there. And it's so upsetting that a Plano city councilman, knowing his constituents, knowing the Plano population, um, is part has some Muslims, a lot of Muslims, that they would be willing to post this type of racist and xenophobic um, types of posts. And as a Plano native myself, um, I was born and raised there, I can't help but emphasize that the city that I knew and grew up in has always been known to be diverse and welcoming, and that post did not represent Plano in the slightest. It actually gave Plano a very incredibly bad reputation. And so it's instances like these where we need to show up, where we have to, you know, ask him to resign and make sure that we're outspoken about this. And this is exactly why Civics and Chai is such an important event, because in case you are unaware of how to go about complaining against your leaders or, you know, want to do something to hold him accountable, we are going to show you that at Civics and Chai. So I hope you all are ready to come to Civics and Chai and get ready to vote in the primaries. And I am about to lead on over to our interview with Tahir Javed. Before we begin our interview, I wanted to give a little bit of background on Tahir Javed. He is a healthcare executive, business leader, and activist seeking the Democratic nomination in Texas District, Congressional District 29. District 29 needs better healthcare, high-paying jobs, and quality education. Tahir Javed has already started working on these issues even before getting into office. He has set up an affordable clinic in Galena Park which the city did not have for 35 years. He has organized a free community health fair in which residents of Galena Park, regardless of having insurance or not, were able to speak to doctors and get blood and sugar tests. The district also needs better education. As a former teacher, Thahir understands education is the key to opportunity. He believes we need to invest in our future thinkers, leaders, and workers. He is determined to improve public schools and fund after-school programs. Don't forget, early election starts on February 20th, and the general election is March 6th. And joining us today is Tahir Javed, and he is running for Congress for Texas District 29. Thanks for coming on to our show. Thank you for having me. So... You are running for Congress, and I wanted to ask, what cities does your district encompass? What cities does uh, Texas District 29 encompass? Well, this is East Houston, uh, basically city of Houston, east side, and there's a city of South Houston, city of Pasadena, North Shore, and uh, Glenna Park, and uh, uh, Jacinto uh, City, all the way up. North Belt and um, Aldine area. So it's between Hobby Airport and all the way up to uh, uh, Continental Airport, everything in between. Oh, wow, that's a pretty large district. Yeah, it is. It is pretty, you know, it's a 750,000 population. Oh, wow. And from what I understand is you're running in the Democratic primary. Am I correct? It's a Democrat, yes. You're right. And you have quite a few competitors in it. Um, the biggest name I've been hearing is Senator Sylvia Garcia, right? She's from the Texas Senate. Right, right. She's one of them. Eh, well, and you know, there, go ahead. There are six together. 
Right. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty big race, and I've actually seen your name in the Texas Tribune that you seem to be giving Senator Garcia a run for her money. <laughs> well, that's what she is doing. She is uh, working hard to raise money, I guess. Yeah. Um. So, what motivated you to run for office, and in, in in particular this position? Well, um, uh, my history uh, with the with the Democrat Party is pretty uh, long, uh, you know. It started with, uh, you know, a few years back. Uh, I have pretty much, uh, you know, got involved in um, all the presidential elections. Along okay. with that, uh, I have helped uh, so many congressional and senatorial uh, uh, campaigns. As a matter of fact, even right now, I'm helping uh, five Senate uh, races in the country, uh, including Battle Rook and uh, uh, so many others. I always uh, help uh, DSCC and DCCC's programs. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, and Chuck Schumer's back for the, the Senate victory. And, uh, you know, DNC's program. So I'm, I'm involved with pretty, pretty much. I was the largest fundraiser for Southwest region for Hillary Clinton's campaign. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's not that all of a sudden I thought of getting involved in politics, but running for a position is a new decision for me. I, I was a, a businessman all my life, but I have invested my time, my resources, my money uh, into making a difference in people's lives through politics and social work and, uh, and uh, all these uh, non-profit areas. Uh-huh. And what motivated you to run for yourself? Well, um, it's multiple deals. Um, I'm not a person who just uh, simply uh, help the candidates and go back to work. Uh, I'm very heavily involved in so many social causes in the country. Uh, discriminations uh, from all the way top uh, coming up uh, from White House down. Um, I'm, I'm a strongest voice against uh, uh, all these travel bans and making the walls and, uh, you know, uh, bringing all kinds of uh, barriers in between the immigrants' communities to survive and, 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 and thrive in this country. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a strongest voice for quite some time, uh, especially uh, in last one year. So, uh, you know, uh, this is the first election after the presidential election, and uh, uh, I'm, I'm one of the guys who spent two years of time, uh, uh, pretty much all my time in, um, in the race, try to, try to block uh, uh, the right who's going to uh, all sort of uh, discriminations, and uh, unfortunately, we did not get success in that. Right. So now, uh, I, I'm, I'm one of the, the guys who would, uh, you know, we did not go back home. So I stayed in politics, I stayed in uh, helping uh, different candidates, and then during Harvey in Houston, uh, I have worked very well, and then, you know, I found uh, certain areas have uh, uh, huge gaps in healthcare and uh, education and, uh, you know, high-pay jobs, and that's happened to be East Houston is uh, 
uh, in my opinion, is very well neglected for quite some time. Uh -huh. uh, household income is thirty-six thousand dollars, which is not, uh, you know, fair. Uh, people in this yeah. are, are left behind. So and the many of the issues in the. Sorry, so many of the issues in your district is kind of what motivated you to actually run and to actually be a voice to speak out against the discriminatory policies of the Trump administration. Am I right? Absolutely right. And, uh, and at the same time, uh, you know, there are policies when you see $1.5 trillion tax breaks to the rich of the rich in the corporate America, uh -huh. where people in Houston are struggling still with to survive from Hurricane Harvey. They are waiting for help. Right. They, are, they, are, they have trash even sitting in their houses. All the all the waste from uh, Harvey is still in their front or backyard, and they're still looking for people to come help. And yet they, they are being, uh, you know, tens of thousands of people are waiting for help. Where they are still waiting. But Governor America got their $1.5 trillion a year uh, tax break. Right. So, but, you know, during these kind of situations, people like me cannot sit home and, you know, uh, in the comfort of my office and, and thinking about my back pocket. I decided I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run the office. I'm going to make the difference in people's lives. That's exceptionally admirable. I mean, not many people, you know, running for office is so difficult and not many people would take that chance. And so, you know, now that we are talking about, uh, you running for office, I want to ask you, what are the main issues that define your platform? You know, I've perused your website, and it seems, you know, healthcare, you've mentioned it before, infrastructure, education. Are those your main issues that define your platform, or are there additional things? Absolutely, and I wanted to add one more thing is that we have to create high-paid jobs in our district so we can uplift the, 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 the economic uh, situation of the people in this district. So we need to find uh, uh, economic development and we need to find the way where we can bring the high-paid jobs. We have the biggest uh, uh, $120 billion dollar uh, trade through this board a year, and we're still uh, looking at $36,000 household income, so there are some gaps need to fill, and that's exactly what we we will work hard to, to make a difference in people's earnings. Okay, and... and with all healthcare and other stuff. Right, and so from your website, it seems like healthcare, you're a big proponent, big promote big proponent for healthcare for all, am I correct? Well, I am a healthcare, uh, I'm a healthcare guy myself. I'm an, uh, uh, my history of working in underserved areas where it, it was a broken healthcare or zero healthcare and, and picked it up from that level and brought it to a top-notch uh, uh, healthcare system in, uh, in the underserved and uh, you know, neglected areas. And I wanted to continue that in District 29. And which I am not sitting till I get elected. I have started my work. I have uh, done a groundbreaking of uh, uh, state-of-the-art health facility in Cleaner Park. Uh -huh. I'm speaking to two hospitals which are shut down to reopen them. Okay. And I'm speaking to the cities to pitch in in a partnership so we can open these hospitals. I have started four church-based clinics, which will be kind of the, you know, like after a few months, will be 50 of them, and we will reach uh, out to 120,000 uh, people. We heal 120,000 people through, through this 100% uh, uh, zero contribution from the patient and program. So uh, in but few months, uh, District 29 will be an example from 
That's incredible to know. And um, it seems like you have been very, very much involved in healthcare and in reformulating it and making it better for everyone involved um, in just your day-to-day life. So I'm sure that experience would be incredibly useful um, if you were elected and to bring that not only to Texas District 29, but to you know, right now healthcare is still being debated, the ACA being repealed or tweaked or fixed, and, you know, your knowledge would be exceptionally beneficial to many of those people who don't understand how the healthcare industry works. And so, um, how about education? Are you a big proponent of public education, vouchers? You know, what are your thoughts on the education system? really good to know. I'm sure, you know, as you all know, they see people, that's the primary reason why they come to this country is to get a better education, not only for them, but also for their children. So it's very important for them to, you know, have a representative, not just for Desis, but everyone in your district, have a representative that is going to be outspoken for public education um, within that district or any district for that matter. Um, I'm going to move on and ask you, how do you relate to the majority of Texans in your district that you intend to represent? Well, um, when I came to this country in my early 20s, uh-huh. I had no money. I was uh, absolutely no money, but a lot of dreams. I lived in a Spanish trailer house with three other uh, adults, young adults of my age. I used to go to two jobs. And no car. I was walking to my business. I mean, my my jobs. I was uh, I was working as a cashier. I worked as a mop in the floor. I worked in the flea market. And I have done all this struggle, which people of District Twenty Nine either has done it or they are doing it now. Uh-huh. So my story is their story, and their story is my story. I had my. Uh, you know, first uh, the child born, and I had bought an insurance, and it was a C-section. Right after that, insurance uh, canceled it. My second one, we had no choice but go to the community clinic and have to do the delivery with a midwife and, and and seek help whichever, however way we could. So 
Uh huh. Right. Right. And for you, you were able to achieve the American dream, right? But for many of them, they don't see that ray of hope, right? And you want to go and represent and give them that hope. Um, I'm going to end it uh, here and ask you if you want to give my listeners a bit more information of how they can help out your campaign if they'd like and your website. Well, my website is uh, uh, javedforcongress.com and I think you can go tahirjavid.com either way. Okay. Uh, they can help me by volunteering in my campaign. They can help me by contributing in the campaign. Okay. They can help me by training for my success, or uh-huh. they can help me by spreading the words. And I would welcome every single thing. And I'm looking for our uh, volunteers. We, we we will have a big drive, uh, like uh, you know, go to vote uh, from early voting till the day of election. And I'm asking if uh, even from outside the district, someone wants to volunteer, we would uh, we would accommodate that. You know, uh, we have so many. Uh, people, they would uh, provide us uh, even the, the place for other people who wanted to come from outside to come stay. So, you know, my my uh, my whole goal is that we can take as many people to poll. And, uh, you know, that's, that's exactly what we need. And, uh, uh, you know, we already passed that putting up a sign type of uh, volunteership. Phone bank is another deal we are doing right now. And that's okay. people can call us and join us on the phone banking. All right. Well, you know, we want to wish you the best of luck. It would be really awesome to have more South Asian representation up on the hill. And so good luck with your campaign. We wish you all the best. And uh, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on our show. All right, folks. And that ends our interview with Tahir Javed. I hope you found it informative, and if you have any family, friends, or relatives that are in his district that he is running in, I hope you all will let them know about him, and you know, spreading the word is the best way for a candidate to attain more name recognition, so if you liked what he had to say, um, make sure you spread the word. Again, we also emphasize very, very much that it, while we do have political interviews here that you wise up on all the candidates that are running for each position and to understand which candidates uh, policies and platforms best align with your values so it's very important to wise up um, on the other candidates that are running against him as well to make sure that you're making the best decision um, for your district anyways um, that's our segment for today we hope you all will remember that early voting is february 20th And it goes on until March 2nd for the Texas primary, and election day is March 6th. So please make sure you get out and vote, and let your friends and family and relatives all know that voting is happening. And if you had voted in the prior election, like last year in November, or the big presidential election, and you have not moved, you don't need to register again. You can go ahead and vote. But if you've moved in that time and didn't re-register, unfortunately, it's too late to register to vote. So that's something to keep in mind. And if it was too late for you to register to vote since you've moved, make sure you register to vote for the November election because it's coming up and it's right around the corner. All right, folks, don't forget voting and civics and chai again, which is on March 3rd, Plano, Texas, Shemel Finnick Library, 1.30 to 4 p.m. We cannot wait to see you 
all there for some chai and learning about civic engagement. Anyways, we will see y'all next time. And don't forget, get educated, get wiser, and let's start giving a